Julie and DJ in the morning. And we all know that Chris is a big fan of the Groundhog Day. Just because the movie, I love yeah, the movie. Me too. So That's one of my favorite movies. It's ever. made me a fan of the holiday now. It's on my, you know, after Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Groundhog Day. Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil. Big deal <laughs> up there in Pennsylvania. Well, unfortunately, Chris, PETA is calling for Punxsutawney Phil to be retired again. Because they've been calling for this, like, for years, yeah. right? And, and they're like, yeah. all right. And I kind of understand. Like, leave this poor little thing alone. It's sleeping. It's hibernating. It's all nice and cozy. And all of a sudden, people yank him out of it. Like, hey, look at that. I mean, how would you feel if I yanked your butt out of bed at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and pulled you a bunch of, uh, in front of a bunch? Oh, Oh, exactly. I might need that, though. Yeah, well. They they do not yank him. They gently uh, cradle him out. That thing is, that rat is treated like royalty up there. It gets to live in a nice, it gets fed the best celery. Sure, sure. Yeah. So what do they want to do? I'm, I'm going to feed you celery and see how happy you are. <laughs> that guy over here doesn't eat green things, yeah, okay? Yeah. I love broccoli, down. Brussels okay. sprouts, lima beans. All right, what do they so, want to do instead? Well, they want to replace him with a giant gold coin. And here's the reason why. Because Punxsutawney Phil, making the prediction since 1886, has only been right about 39% mm. of the time. And when you flip a coin, the odds are more likely that you'll right. get it right. Right. And Pete also said groundhogs can't make heads or tails of the weather forecast and shouldn't be, you know, like I said, jostled them out in front of people. Just let the poor thing sleep. Oh, we're going to celebrate Coin Day now? Yeah, Come yeah. On. Now, here's the thing. They never interviewed the groundhog. They get all these people's opinions. <laughs> they inter- finally interviewed the groundhog, and they said, you know, we're going to replace your with a coin. He said, go for it. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to this celebration one year you watch, and I'm going to just tell you how fun it is and how much that little thing enjoys it. Okay? Sure, yeah, yeah. And if PETA doesn't like Groundhog Day, they would love the Polk County Youth Fair. Let me introduce them to the what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Julian DJ. I'll have what she's having. On 97.5 WPCV. And Chris, I saw this story. It made me think of you. Because oh this guy got kicked off a plane for loudly tooting. Ah! Uh, <laughs> no! No! Now, he did it to annoy people. Apparently, he got on the plane. Mm. And when he got on the plane, he just started arguing with people. And so he said, you know, he was being rude. And people are like, you're being rude. And he goes, you want to see what's rude? This is rude. And oh. <laughs> So then American Airlines, they went over to her and said, dude, I mean, come on. You can't be doing that. And he's like, I can't. I just, nobody's fine. And he was taken off the plane. Oh. I see where he was calling his fellow passengers yeah. low class. Yeah, low, cl- low class. You guys are low class. Yeah, they're low class. Come on. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're all on coach together. Yep. So he, uh, so the tutor was booted. Okay, wow. booted off of the airplane. I would never. Which made me think of, was it last week or the week before you were talking about going out and meeting your girlfriend's parents and how you let one loose while y'all were uh, playing laser tag? But yeah. No, but it was one of what DJ just did. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up again. You're welcome. I was trying to bury that in the past. Please tell us the story again. Okay, yeah, we were playing laser tag and... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) And someone may have said, who did that? I tasted it. And it was mortifying. Mortifying. Of course, I did not own up to it. Luckily, it was let go. I didn't say a word. I think when I was quiet, they all assumed... Okay. And thank you for Julie for bringing it up. Again. All right, you're yeah, welcome. That's that. what I'm here How for. Much you care about so me. you know what? Let's like turn this whole thing into a thing. Right. I want to know if you have accidentally, like Chris, let one loose. 
All right. Where's the funniest, most awkward? Where did you accidentally do it? Or maybe your child did Because, you know, kids are like, you know, they think farting is the funniest thing in the world. So think about that. Whoopsie daisy, you accidentally did... DJ, do you have a story? <laughs> well, I, I would like to take credit for this, but I can't. I was at my brother's wedding, and his best friend was next to me. And right when my brother was saying his wedding vowels, I mean vowels, <laughs> he cut one. My, my brother's best friend, Gerald, oh. cut one up there, and then he's like kind of subtly blowing from the side of his mouth right in the middle of everything, and it was horrid. <laughs> and you can't do anything because you got to you know be paying attention to wedding and sure. standing was, at attention. And yeah. It was that beef uh, au jus from the night yeah, before, the rehearsal <laughs> dinner. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. the beef tenderloin. Yep. He was, what was he trying to blow the smell yeah, away? Like, <laughs> no, blow it towards everybody else because he was like in front of everybody. Oh, he was trying to share the love. Gerald, did he say? Gerald, yeah. Oh, Gerald. Little inappropriate, Gerald. <laughs> so we would love to have you a part of the show this morning. Where's the funniest or most awkward place you or someone you know has let one? Yeah. Oh. We'd love to hear from you. 97 Country. Julie and DJ and Chris, and we're talking about that time you accidentally. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Because Chris was meeting his girlfriend's family for the first time. He's probably a little nervous. Had a you know the bubbly stomach, maybe. No, it just I guess it was whatever I ate. I guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we were playing laser tag, and Mm -hmm. I thought I was alone in the corner and I was safe. (laughs) And then yeah, it was the silent kind, but unfortunately, it was. Somewhat deadly, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, so bad somebody was like, I can taste it. Yeah, exactly. Thanks thanks for helping me relive that again. And then you're welcome. And then DJ had to share his story. That's right. And my brother's wedding, his best friend Gerald cut one up there. It was a silent one, and it was just (laughs) horrid, and and he was kind of blowing it back on the other fellas. (laughs) For torture, not yeah. to get rid of it. <laughs> All right. So we're asking, where is the funniest or most awkward place that you or someone you know accidentally, you know, did that? Yeah. And of course, we got a text from our friend Bryce on the school bus. I did it at the dinner table. I ripped one so bad. I think y'all know the rest. Yeah. No, we don't, we Bryce. Assume. And we don't want We yeah. don't want to know the no. rest. Okay. Just keep that to yourself. Yeah, if you're Bryce's parents, tell him you need to take his phone away. All right. <laughs> Do you have a story for us? Oh, dear God, yeah. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> freshman year of college orientation, we were in a huge, like, hall that, like, echoed everything. We were just sitting down, and they're like, we'd like to welcome everyone. And right then, I was like, I couldn't even control it. It, it came out, and I mean, it, like, echoed. And it was like, <laughs> the whole, and, and, and just kept on going. I'm like, and everybody like, turned and looked at me, and I was like, oh, God, I'm never going to live this down. This is how I'm going to be remembered while I'm at college. And that was the day you dropped out of college, right? <laughs> it, it, Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and DJ. You guys hear it, it comes through the radio. That makes my day. On 97.5 WPCV. Good morning. It's Julie and DJ right here on 97 Country. What's up? Well, I have one of the stories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanksgiving, we had all of our family there, and this was the one where the sister, you know, had the thing talking about you have to use this napkin and all that good stuff. She's really anal about it. Right. She literally made us 
delayed for dinner for Thanksgiving for like two hours, wouldn't let us snack and everything. And my Ooh. stomach started turning and I'm like, I have to eat something. So we're all sitting at the dinner table and she's like, everybody sit down. I'm going to bring out the turkey. And about that time, I did one. It made no noise, no nothing. But everybody thought that the smell was from the turkey that she cooked and only two people ate that night. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody ate everything else, but they refused to touch oh. Man, that's almost like instant karma. You know, she's uh-huh. the one that made everybody wait. and then nobody fartma. <laughs> Do you guys remember the year that Aunt Debbie made that sulfur smell in turkey? God, that was the worst Thanksgiving ever. Yeah, it was worse than molten sulfur. It was horrible. Julian DJ. How you doing? On 97.5 WPCV. I know a lot of people get depressed this mm-hmm. time of year. I'm one of them. It's like, what do I have to look forward to? You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when the night when it starts getting darker. Yeah. Earlier, that's when it you know, yeah. affects you most. So this is what's going to help improve your mood if you're having those wintertime blues right now. They say exercise is better than the alcohol when it comes to improving your mood. So recent research reveals that 20 minutes of exercise, so not like an hour, not an hour and a half, Mm. 20 minutes of exercise boosts a person's mood more than having a cocktail. The findings indicate that exercise provides a more intense and a long-lasting mood lift than alcohol. So one participant in the study stated, I used to rely on alcohol to unwind. <laughs> Did they talk to you yeah, for this? Yeah, thing? I mean, yeah. They say, yeah. But now I find that going for a run or taking a workout class is much more effective in improving my mood. So clearly it's not me because uh, I would never say taking a run mm-hmm. or a workout class. Now give me a bottle of Kendall Jackson, okay? That's going to improve my mood. Now, this person that they took the survey with must have graduated to other substances to be saying that. Because, okay, I mean, I got to say, exercise does feel good, you know, uh, once you uh-huh. get going on it, but no, no. Mm-hmm. He does not know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Once again, I say we have cancer, world hunger, yeah. and this is the money we're spending on studies like these. Yes. And I'm sorry, no. Have you ever tried walking home after you've had a seven or eight drinks at a bar? <laughs> That's exercise. <laughs> Let me tell you, it does not make me feel good. <laughs> Julie and DJ. You guys always make me feel better. I love you guys. On 97.5 WPCV. Julie and DJ want to make your life a little easier. It's hack time. On 97.5 WPCV. Julie K and Chris, mm-hmm. I'm so tired of the way people act in parking lots. And I'm talking about backing into the spaces in front of a convenience store. I'm not talking about backing into other parking spaces because mm. some people can't drive or back up, so they need to do that so they won't injure your vehicle. But um, <laughs> these people back it up in front of convenience stores, hogging up two parking spots and parking lots. Yeah. You know, no matter how far I park away from somebody with my truck, there's always a clunker when I come out just right up close to me, and they've had all this parking lot, so I'm tired of it. It's kind of giving me a bad attitude. Okay. My pet my pet peeve is people treating parking lots like the Indy 500. That, too. I've turned into my dad. Slow down! <laughs> Yell out I can hear my dad. I'm like, oh, God, what have I become? <laughs> Slow down! Let me tell you what I've become. Sometimes when I'm bored, I'll go to the mall, find the best parking spot, sit in my truck with the reverse lights on. Just sit there. Let me tell you, it's hours of entertainment. Hours. I hate you for that. Yeah, and that's to get back at the people who sit there, pick their nose, fart, scratch lottery tickets, and talk on their cell. Just get out of my way. I got a life to live. Uh, So here are a few hacks to help you not get on my nerves anymore in a parking lot. Okay. It's all about DJ. It's all about DJ. Don't want to get on his nerves. Oh, duh. That's okay. He's the golden shot. Okay. Be aware of your surroundings. Avoid poorly lit and isolated areas. It's better to park in a well-lit and busy area for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yesterday, I found twenty five dollars on the ground by a car. You know, nice. and I was like, I was like, you know, what should I do? Should I be a nice guy? Should I do what Jesus would do? 
Oh. I did. I went and turned it into wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two, arrive early. To avoid the stress of finding a parking spot, aim to arrive at your destination at least 15 to 20 minutes early. Chris. Okay. Ooh, Chris. Okay, all right. Yeah, That's this, a lot. This will give you enough time to find a good spot, avoid the rush. You won't miss appointments or be late for work. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, here we don't have to worry about finding a parking spot since we're here so early, but when we have something where the whole office is here, it can be a little tough. Yeah. So, speaking of parking at work, a buddy of mine was an elephant poop pusher at the circus. What? And he always had trouble finding a parking spot on the job site, and it caused him to be constantly late. Well, soon good fortune struck him. 50 clowns got laid off from the circus. Luckily, it opened up three parking spots for him. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. That was for the joke, not the elephant poop pusher. Uh, no, yeah. It feels like a clown car in here sometimes. <laughs> uh. Number three, don't park in restricted areas. Mm. Avoid parking in areas marked as reserved, disabled, or fire lane to avoid fines and tickets. Yeah. Now, if there's a meter or a payment required, go ahead and pay it. It could cost you more in the long run. Speaking of parking, have you ever wondered why Santa never pays for parking? No. Why does Santa never pay for parking? Because it's on the house. Hi, O. <laughs> Hi, and DJ. They're special. They're challenging. The chief and I love. On 97.5 WPCV. I'm so lucky we did not have cell phones and cameras and all that stuff when I was in high school. Because oh, I, <laughs> I guarantee you I would have a, a rap sheet, is what they call it, uh, right? Yeah. 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 The only cameras we had were like the disposable kind that you... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what we had. So this 17-year-old who lives in Utah was recently arrested. So what did he do? He decided to start taping dead fish to ATMs. <laughs> So he's been going around to different ATMs, duct taping fish to screens. And since he's Gen Z, then he's uploading the footage uh on the Instagram, on social media, which got him busted. So he has about 57,000 followers on Instagram, goes by the name Fish Bandit. (laughs) Very creative with his title. His tagline is live, laugh, Tape fish on ATMs. Real creative well, there, that, fish that's bandit. That's his love, you know? Yeah. Live, laugh, love. That's mm-hmm. his love. I'm not going to say he was addicted to it. I'm going to say more like he was hooked on it. Oh, good one. Uh. Okay. So he uh, duct taped at least 13 fish to 13 ATMs since last August. Now, here's what really got in trouble. He also decided to post a video around the holidays of three fish duct taped to the side of a parked Police cruiser. Oh, boy. That was his downfall. So yeah. now he's facing charges of property uh, damage stemming from the cleanup. You know, as long as he doesn't tell on anybody, though, if he had any accomplices, mm-hmm. he won't be sleeping with the fishes instead of he'll be duct taping uh-huh. them. But uh-huh. again, think about it. Where does this kid live? Provo, Utah. What else is he doing for fun? Exactly. What else is there to do in Utah? <laughs> Why not duct tape the fish? It's harmless. <laughs> it is. Julian DJ. Pinch me. I must be dreaming. On 97.5 WPCV. 97 Country, we want to thank you for starting your day with Julian DJ. And it's a time of the show where we need to make our apologies, mm-hmm. whether it's to you, the listener, to management here at the radio station, <laughs> or to each other for bringing up old <laughs> memories. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to start this morning. Chris, I guess I should apologize to you for reminiscing and, and talking about how you met your girlfriend's dad and family members and you ripped one right there playing laser tag. And here you are bringing it up again. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, darn With it. With a smile on your face. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> Some apology. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. I promise I will not bring it up again. 
today. Okay. Okay. I'll apologize for ruining the good stuff. And oh. um, I made it the rude stuff today, apparently, because we we're talking about the young woman who's like in high school, 16 years old. Yeah. And she started this nonprofit that provided winter clothing for mm-hmm. people in need. And I brought up the other teenager we talked about today that was duct taping dead fish to ATM machines. Uh. And I said he was doing good stuff, too, by providing a free fish dinner. Yeah. So <laughs> I still think it's, but I apologize for ruining the good stuff, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. All right, I feel like I need to give uh, somebody, just like Julie, somebody a fart apology, I mean. (laughs) My brother's best friend, Gerald, he was up, rolled the bus over, I'm told about him farting up there. Only we knew about it, but he was silent, he blew it back. It was, oh, it was horrible. It was heavy. Uh, <laughs> heavy? It was heavy. Well, speaking of that, like, do you know how much an average fart should weigh? I don't. How much should the average fart weigh? Zero pounds, because if it was more than that, you'd have big trouble. Oh, my. Am I right? I'm right. I'm right. Are you done? I don't even know. Uh, I'm sorry for these apologies today because they weren't very good. They so stunk. I'm gonna, yeah. Thank you, DJ. Uh-huh. Thank you. And uh, if you have any complaints, you know, I'd call Melissa because Melissa's <laughs> the next. I think I don't know. Sorry, Melissa.